I just want to say thank you all, and as always, everybody else. I love y'all. I told y'all don't let us win a championship, and clearly nobody could stop it. Um, I warned y'all, so I'm just going to continue to destroy people on Twitter, as I have been. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. That's my hero, Draymond Green. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea, 414-799-1250. Tim is here. Sorry to rib you a little bit, but... uh, It's okay. It's fine. And you weren't just late. You were, like, late, late. (laughs) Yeah, our boss... Spent the first 15 minutes in that chair screening calls. So. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, I told Tim Shea that for instances, if that ever happens to me, I have pre-recorded segments that the producer would then play and it would never sound like I was late. Matt tweets in, how do we know that that isn't pre-recorded right now? We are live. I don't know how to prove it to you other than... 801? <laughs> well, that don't do anything. 801.50? Oh, the breaking news today was that yes, Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka. That bothers me. We'll talk about that more. Craig Sean's coming up at 9.30, Bally Sports, Wisconsin. We'll talk about that. They're going over the top. If you don't have them, you can get Bally Sports on your TV without cable. And then that was Draymond Green. I want to talk about the parade a little bit. And uh, I think the Bucs need to take notes. If they ever have a parade again, it needs to be much better than it was a season ago. Steve is in Germantown. What's up, Steve? 414-799-1250. Morning, Bart. How you doing? Hey, buddy. Um, I'm just here talking about Brewers. Um, have you, if you notice, they have the longest winning streak in the NL right now. In the whole National League? I think so. It's four games. Four, it's a four or five games. Wow, break five, up five. the Brewers. Down, yeah. Um, that's, that's solid. So, if they can keep this momentum, I was telling them just before, they can maintain some level of consistency here going into July, August. This team is right back in. I mean, they're back in first place in the, in the Central. That's where we want them to be. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Birds are great last night to me. No runs, seven strong. That was, that was fantastic. That was classic Burns right there. Whoa, Steve, I got one better for you. The Brewers right now have the longest winning streak in all of baseball. Is that is that what it is, too? Holy cow. That's incredible. I mean. I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> that's, some, that's some information for your listeners today, Bart. The Brewers have the longest current winning streak in all of baseball. Red Sultan's pretty hot. Uh, you know, Yelich is putting some more to the uh, to the ball a little bit, but if we can get, if we can get up to 250, 260, I'll feel a lot better about it. But I don't know, man. The, this pitching is still with all the injuries they're having to overcome with and deal with. They're still being they're battling. They had a rough they had a rough stretch in that last road trip, and I think there was a lot to that point when you look at the the cities they hit. They had those the first couple road trips they experienced with the three cities apiece, nine games on the road at one time, twelve games at one time. That's a lot. It's a lot for one team to handle. And they've had three of those trips already this year. So the schedule kind of softens up, per se, and they can um, play more at, you know, at Amfam Field. I think that uh, the wind starts to roll in a little more. I think they're a good spot. They weathered the storm almost 10 games. They're nine games up right now. 
if you can maintain 10 games up until the All-Star break, that's where you want to be. 10 games over 500? At least at least to that point. Then you can kind of push the uh, you know, put the pedal to the metal after that point and maybe crank up to 15, 20, 25 by the time the season's over. So uh, they're in a good spot to me. Like I said, they're, they're offensively challenged, per se. They're limited in that front. But they're still finding ways to win games. And granted, they're, they're very heavily, heavily uh, predicated in their pitching, which is fantastic. But you need to have some of the bats come alive. I think it's starting to happen a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it could be a lot worse. That's certainly true. It sure could, man. It absolutely could be a lot worse. That's true. All right, Steve. Good call. Thanks, buddy. Take care, man. 414-799-1250. Again, 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250-AM-THE-FAN. All right, I started the show by saying that we start the show with our main topic of the day. So at 6 a.m., what did I start talking about? The Brewers beat the Cardinals. Last night, 2 nothing. Big win. They got another one tonight. No Ashby. You got Chi-Chi Gonzalez on the hill. Brewers picked him up a week ago. All of a sudden, he's needed for a spot start, possibly a bullpen day. We'll see how he does. So that's coming up tonight. But then I also said the top story isn't always the top thing that I want to talk about. Today, the thing that I wanted to talk about the most was I just wanted to reflect on the Bucks parade. So last year, the Bucks win the NBA championship, I believe, on a Tuesday night. Didn't they do the parade on Thursday? Yeah, it was two days after. They not won. even. Not, not like 36 hours. 36 hours. So the Bucks do the parade 36 hours later, and they had to do it quicker because Middleton and Drew were going to Tokyo. They just wanted everyone to participate in it. They didn't want any, anyone well, to Well, except it, for right? Jordan Wara, who well, left. Yes. He did go to Tokyo. He played for Nigeria. Okay. So he left. He was not there. But Middleton and Drew stayed around, and then they got on a plane with Devin Booker, and they went to Japan, and they won the Olympics, and that was cool. Remember that that game aired on a Friday night? That was fun. Good to see. All right, so uh, that makes sense. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, blame the Bucks for that. The timing of it. They. How do you have a parade without Middleton and Drew? It'd be like if the Warriors had one without Clay and Draymond. What's the point? Those were the two funnest guys yesterday. So the Warriors have their parade, and they've done this now. This is their fourth parade that they've done in the last decade. So they they know the ins and outs of it. Although the parade yesterday was in San Francisco, they've been having parades in Oakland. So different, um, different route, different, different scenery, route. different everything. There's two things that I noticed about the Warriors parade that I think could have been better with the Bucks parade. The Bucks parade, and I'm not like. It could have been thrown together a little bit, but they you're plan you know you're planning parades. You don't just win the finals Tuesday night and be like, oh crap, we have to throw a parade. Better get street clearance. No, 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 no. All that's predetermined. We just don't know about it until it comes out. Obviously, I was setting up parade chairs last year. I didn't even pick the right route. All right. Just wanted to brag again that. Down 0-2, I called my shot, and they won the NBA championship. Just wanted to brag again, as I have not talked about that in a while. By the way, did you know my brother works for the Warriors? I haven't mentioned that yet today. I hope he sent you some good video of the parade. I actually didn't talk to him yesterday about the parade. Okay. Well, I figured there was a long day for him. Yeah. And then I saw some video of uh, Clay Thompson pretty worn out 
after doing anything is possible in his bus. I get it. And then he was in a hot tub back at the facility. I thought, eh, it's probably a long day. I'll I'll bother him about some questions next time I talk to him. But there were a couple things, two things. They had the little ceremony where people talk first, and then they did the parade. So they went backwards. Well, well I like that way better. Of the Bucks. Yeah. And pretty much any kind of sporting parade slash celebration. Oh, I like it. I like that better. Yeah. I thought one problem last year with the parade was if you wanted to see the celebration, you had to be at the celebration. You couldn't really be on the parade route. So I wanted to see the celebration, so that's where I went. And then if you weren't in that, like, pit, you couldn't hear or see anything, you know? I thought that the way that they tried to get the buses there and then load the stage – it was just a lot of waiting. So if you knock that out first and then do a parade where these guys can just celebrate the whole time, I think I like that better. The biggest thing for me, the thing that got me thinking about this in the first place was I saw Gary Payton too and James Wiseman on a bus on their own bus. It was a personalized bus that said Gary Payton and James Wiseman. Keep in mind, Gary Payton was important in the finals, but had 10-day contracts before he stuck with the team and needed Curry and Draymond to call Bob Myers and, like, beg for him to come back. And James Wiseman's been hurt. And those two have their own bus. The Bucks crammed everybody on as few buses as possible. You know, Brandon Jennings got his own truck because he, like, showed up in his own truck and was like, hey, I'm going to drive. And then Thanasis got his own truck because he had COVID. Oh, they had he had to be by himself, you know, yeah. in a corner. But he got his own truck. Yeah. Warriors give these guys their own like bus. I just saw a picture of it. That's crazy. Just had their names right at the top. I mean, and- they had a parade. And they had like marching bands in it and stuff. They had a parade. The Warriors yesterday had a parade. The Bucks, hey, we're gonna drive across town. You wanna watch us? That's what they did. <laughs> I mean, is that a little too uh, uh, is that a little I mean, too obnoxious? Maybe, but that's just how I. Thought. I guess I'd have to go back and look at past parades too from the NBA and see what they were like. Well, I'm I, telling well, you, there's you, a there's a bar that can be reached, and if the Bucks ever have a parade again, it needs to be like what what do you thirty want? times better? What do you want in a in a in a celebration parade? I want a parade. I want it to be a parade. I think the Bucks last year was more of like. Watching people drive across town. Watch our players on a bus, and then let's all meet at the Deer District for Well, if you, stand out, if you stood on a corner, the three buses go by, and it's over. You, If, you, if like, I'm going to a 4th of July parade. Yeah, but then didn't a lot like of people hour. just foul down the road? Yeah, because you have to, because you blink and you miss to, everybody. To get to the celebration, though. Well, yeah, but then I, I, I like the celebration first. Okay. Sit on a parade spot and watch it watch the parade hey there's gary payton hey there goes clay oh he knocked down a woman hey there goes Otto porter instead it was like oh is he honest on that side oh i saw chris oh bye did you like the location of the bucks parade the bucks celebration compared to what golden state did well the buck i mean i don't i don't know i think they should have been 
they wanted so badly to be at the Deer District, but they should have been in a bigger spot too. On the lake? Yeah, the lake maybe. You know. And again, I understand it was thrown together in 36 hours, mm-hmm. but I just think that and the why I bring this up not just is because of parade, but also I think that we all knew this. I think that we've all deep down been disappointed in the Bucks parade. We just haven't really said it. And I want to be the one to say it. I want to be the one to, to finally say it. I was disappointed in the Bucks parade, and I'm here saying it today. I'm going to put myself out there. All right? I was disappointed in the parade. There's some news yesterday that uh, Bucks fans are kind of giddy about. P.J. Tucker has opted out of his player option with the Heat. It was a $7 million player option. Now, what's probably likely is he re-signs with the Heat just for more money. But those of you that want to bring P.J. Tucker back, uh, he currently right now is not a uh, Miami Heat player. He's currently a free agent. I want to take a look at some of the possible moves the Bucks could make this summer. Frank Madden and the guys on Lockdown Bucks put together some potential trade targets. They're not good. So the the Bucks have this big three right now of Chris, Drew, and, and Giannis. And I don't want to entertain breaking them up. I think that's the big three. You know, if you guys want to try to trade machine getting Bradley Beal over here or getting Damian Lillard over here, you know, go for it. I want to look at how do you make this team better with those three guys and build around them. But the way things are shaking out, I don't know what options are going to, like, excite anybody. So we'll take a look at that coming up in just a little bit. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. More in three minutes on The Fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I am Bart Winkler. Yes, I am. That is Tim Shea, and you are you. And we're happy to have you with us. Interact. Give us a call. 414-799-1250. That's a phone number. You can tweet us. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. We've got your chance to win Summerfest tickets again today. Not just today, but all week. You can win Summerfest tickets by playing along with us, Summerfest starting this weekend and then goes for the next three weekends. You can go to summerfest.com for more details, but we've got a four pack of tickets for you each and every day this week. So we gave some away yesterday. I believe Brewman was the winner. Brewman, yep. Brewman 79. Uh, yes, Brewman 79. All Big right, winner. Brewman. Congratulations, Brewman. He won yesterday's uh, tickets. And then today we'll give away another winner. We'll contact you via Twitter, so let us uh, send you a message. But I want to know, and we want to know, how do you think this Brewer season comes to an end? So we put that tweet out. You can respond to it, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM the fan. Use the hashtag Bart Tickets so we can see them. Use the hashtag Bart Tickets. How do you think this Brewer season comes to an end? That doesn't mean that that does that. You might think negative connotation, like, oh, Brewers end. It could come to an end with them hoisting a Lombardi trophy, which doesn't make any sense. World Series. And I don't know why trophy. I said that. <laughs> That's like my second mess up like that today when I referred to Luis Urias as Gary Payton earlier. <laughs> like, I got a lot going on up here. Okay? And then you're half hour late, so my brain's like in overdrive. Sorry. Jeez. I'm here now, though. Ay, Dios mios. So we want to know how you think the Brewer season is going to end. Does it end with them hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy? Gotcha. Does it end with them hoisting the World Series trophy or like a parade? Or does it end, you know, do they have a skid? Do they bow out in the NLCS? How far do you think they go? When do you think it ends? You can reply with the hashtag bar tickets at 1250 AM, the fan. 
and we'll take a look at some of those and talk about that a little bit later. Regarding the Milwaukee Bucks, there's the NF, uh, NBC. The NBA draft is coming up on Thursday, and I'm basically going to steal the work that they did on Lockdown Bucks because Frank Madden had a really good chart about who could be available as a free agent and who could be available via a trade and what that trade might be. I think when we look at the draft coming up for, for the Bucks' perspective on Thursday, they draft 24. So maybe there's somebody uh, you like at 24. You've done a little bit of research. I think a lot of people are hesitant to do so because you might assume that that pick is getting flipped. The Bucks have Giannis, Drew, and Chris. And they have not a lot of ability to kind of do much else, right? But that's their big three. And I like that. I like their big three. Big three could have won them another championship. We could be back-to-back champions. There could be no parade that I'm gloating about in San Francisco. That could have been another half-assed parade in Milwaukee. The parade could have been yesterday. God, imagine. Imagine if Middleton didn't get hurt. I think that that's something that amplifies with me, too, the further we get out from it. Could you imagine being back-to-back champs? My God. So Middleton get, did get hurt, but that's that's the situation. Unless you're going to trade for one of these targets that seem like Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. You know, you'd have to get up one of your guys, which I don't see happening. They're going to have to build around them. Bobby Portis, hopefully he's able to come back. He'll opt out, likely, of his player option. Uh, Pat Connaughton, I would think, does the same. That day, I think it's today he's got to do that by, today or tomorrow. Uh, $5.7 million for Connaughton. And then you can opt out and sign a larger deal. Bobby Portis can do the same. Bucks are going to have to dip back into the luxury tax to keep these guys. I hope that they do that. And then there's other guys, other pieces of this team. Wesley Matthews, he'll probably bring him back. But guys like you know George Hill and, and Grayson Allen, are, are they going to be guys that you keep or do you potentially flip them and a pick for some other guys available? So here are some of the names that they at Locked on Bucks, which you can check out on the Odyssey app, mind you, the tremendous app. An Odyssey station. Uh, so here are some names. <sighs> Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, he plays for the Jazz. He's somebody that's on the floor like 30 minutes a night and like barely touches the ball. He's a 3 and D wing. So Lockdown Bucks thinks maybe Grayson Allen in a second. All right. I would like to see the Bucks use the pick, if I'm being honest. And so I'd like to see them trade for somebody, trade Grayson Allen if they're going to do that, maybe give up a second-round pick, which is fine, but then get somebody back. Uh, you could look at KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Grayson Allen, George Hill in a second. I think we'd be happy with that. Lockdown Bucks thinks the Bucks can get Kelly Oubre. For just Allen and Hill, no pick. That'd be great. Justin Holiday, bring in Drew's brother. Maybe for Hill in a second. And uh, Luca Vildoza could be a trade piece if you want to deep uh, get deeper into the bench. Somebody like Larry Nance, expiring contract. Maybe Grayson Allen in a second. Cam Reddish, 23. You know, maybe George Hill in two seconds. So there's some guys that Lockdown Bucks is targeting that you could give away a player and maybe second-round picks. For first-round picks, you might look at Allen in a first for Josh Hart. You might look at Hill in a first for Kenrick Williams. Uh, They think you might be able to pull Kyle Kuzma 
for Allen Hill in a first. Maybe Jay Crowder for Allen in a first. P.J. Washington. So these are the kind of names. These are not, you know, top 20 players, certainly top 50 players, top 100 players, but they're names that can make an impact and can help with the Bucks. Certainly you want to improve where you are. George Hill, it's that, it doesn't work. I don't want to see him back here. Grayson Allen had two really good games. Other than that, you know, for $9 million, you're not getting what you want out of that. Now, there's some other free agents that they could play around with. Uh, free agents that you might be able to use the mid-level exemption, maybe give them another year. You're looking at guys like Gary Harris, NBA champ Otto Porter, Bruce Brown, Victor Aladipo, uh, Derek Jones Jr. Stanley Johnson was a buck for like 17 seconds a few years ago before he got traded. TJ Warren, Daniel House, Thaddeus Young. These are the names we're looking at. These are the kind of guys that that can fill in. But these are the kind of guys like Bobby Portis was one of these guys years ago. You're like, Bobby Portis? What's Bobby Portis done? And now you can't imagine this team without Bobby Portis. So maybe the next Bobby Portis is in that names of guys that I threw out there. But that's going to be something interesting to see if the Bucs do that. I would like to see them use the pick. First of all, I would like to see them use the pick at 24. If not, then package it and get a guy back that can make a bigger impact than Grayson Allen is going to make this year. Because really, if Connaughton's healthy and Grayson's healthy, you kind of got – they almost do sort of the same thing. So I would – and Connaughton's coming back. I'm almost certain of it. He basically said so. And he's doing all the stuff this summer. He's coming back. He loves Milwaukee. He loves Milwaukee. He absolutely loves Milwaukee. He's building stuff down on the east side, downtown – Portis, I'm I'm worried somebody throws a lot of money at Portis. I'm worried there's an offer Portis can't refuse. I don't, you know, the Bucks. Again, what I what I think of is when they do these offseason moves, you know, because they're not going to go. The Warriors don't care about the tax. They'll go three hundred million dollars into the tax. They just want to win. So you can call it checkbook wins, Brian Windhorse, but you should applaud ownership that wants to win and is spending a bunch of money. The Bucks will go into the tax. They have. But I still think there's like a breaking point for them. The Warriors, I mean, if they got to extend everybody, they'll go a billion dollars into the tax if they have to. They don't care. They want to win. You know, they're thinking long-term here. We rack up titles after titles after titles. We will make that money back. Plus, we're competitive, and we want to win. That's great. The Bucks, I think, will go into the tax as they have. I don't know how far into the tax they find themselves dipping. So when a guy like P.J. Tucker does not get re-signed, was that a basketball move or was that a tax move? That seemed to be more of a tax move. Now, I was wrong. I thought P.J. Tucker gave you pretty much everything he got in that last run. I was wrong. He was very effective for the Heat. Very effective. You go back to Malcolm Brogdon. Was that a basketball move or a tax move? They would have gone into the tax pretty good, but... Brogdon's dealt with injuries since. I think you can argue that was even more of a basketball move. Dante DiVincenzo, you weren't going to sign him for $80 million for four years. So that could have been a little bit of both because, you know, you you do have only so much money with the cap and the luxury tax. You can't just give out $80 million contracts if these guys aren't going to produce the way you want them to produce. So that's as long as they're doing basketball moves and it's more basketball than the tax – 
But yeah, it'd be great if they were just like, oh, we'll sign, uh, you know, we'll trade for KD. You know, that's impossible, but we'll find a way. Kyrie Irving apparently is going to get traded, or that seems to be the rumor. Yeah, where's where's he going to go? Not any, the age-old question. Would you like him on the Bucks? Anybody Absolutely not. connecting Kyrie to the Bucks should never connect anything again. Don't connect any player on Twitter. Don't connect your TV outlet to your to your TV. Don't connect anything. If you're trying to connect Kyrie to the Bucks, stay away. Stay away from Milwaukee. Stay away from Giannis. Yeah, don't don't try to connect anything ever. The teams that he could go to are the Knicks. It seems like the Clippers, so the big market teams. And then the Lakers have popped up to reunite Kyrie and LeBron. And then LeBron was working out with Kevin Love the other day. So who knows? Who knows what they're trying? LeBron. Man. Is he putting this team together for Darvin Ham? You'd hate to be one of LeBron's friends. I you? feel bad for Darvin Ham. I really do. We got a head coaching job with the LA Lakers. Yeah. Congratulations. Here's LeBron. He'll put your team together. Good luck. Well, I think he outlasts LeBron there. Do you? LeBron LeBron gets itchy. He wants LeBron to... has is LeBron has one more year there, right? Is this it? And then he's no, a free I, agent, and sure. then his son comes to, to play, and then he gets to go wherever. Well, yeah, and then he's going to own I a team in two. Vegas, yeah, and then yeah. he's going to make Space Jam three, and then it'll be a whole thing. Yeah, Darvin Ham will outlive. Outlast. LeBron, outlast. Sorry, yeah, not outlive. I'm not sorry. Outlast. He will. I would. I would think. We'll see. I mean, he knows coming in that LeBron's going to have a lot of say about what happens. Oh boy, I wish he would have stayed in Milwaukee. Mm. I wish he. I wish uh, Bud was coaching in L.A. They can have. I Bud. wouldn't go that far. Yeah, we can have Darvin Ham. Yeah, that's what I would have wished. So it's going to be very interesting. The draft's coming up on Thursday night. We'll see kind of what happens there. The NBA draft's always fun because players get traded, yet everyone has to pretend like they didn't get traded. And they have to wear the hat of the team that they're not even going to. It's really dumb. Adam Silver knows that's dumb, but I don't think they've fixed it yet. Just with the rules, how the contracts work out. You ever want to get, uh, like, trying to figure out contracts and trades in the NBA, especially around draft time? You're better off going to school be a doctor for 10 years. It's too much. It's too hard. It's too hard to try to figure any of that out. Regarding some big names, so if you're still a Bucks fan that's dreaming big, Dreaming Damian Lillard, dreaming Bradley Beal. I did see some odds came out for Bradley Beal's next team, if not the Wizards. Bradley Beal's been like a guy that's been rumored to be traded forever. The odds on favorite to land Bradley Beal, if he's not a Wizard, is the Boston Celtics at 3-1. to one. So odds makers think I don't, I, that, that would not be great. I don't want to see Beal going over there. Blazers at four to one, Heat at five to one, Nets at six to one, Hawks at seven to one. So all these other teams in the East, Bucks not on that list as far as teams that could acquire Bradley Beal. 414-799-1250. You could tweet us 1250 AM the fan. I'm Bart. That is Tim Shea. We're gonna revisit for some weird reason. Super Bowl 45. It's Packers. The Packers. Yeah. Why? I guess. We'll because Richard Mendenhall wants us to. Okay. We'll have details on that coming up next. Yeah, baby. If there's anything we do on this show, it is rage against that machine. The sports media machine.
manufacturing takes for you. Now we tell it like it is. Ain't no one holding us down. Except for Tim Shea's alarm clock. Timmy. Timmy was late today. Tim Shea, Bart Winkler. The morning, you're with me all week, dude. I am. I need you. I'm here. I need that 6 a.m. Well, you had the post-game show last night. I think that that, I think that that. No, no excuses. You worked until midnight. You didn't even get an eight-hour buffer. You're supposed to get that eight-hour buffer. I actually think that might be against some child labor laws. I don't remember how old you are, but if you're under like 15, that we might be in trouble. I am not under 15. Oh. Okay. All right. Good. All right. Good. That'd be a <laughs> problem because you need that. You need that buffer. Yeah. Uh, time. Yeah. Well. I'm going to take you back in time to 2010. Remember the Packers won the Super Bowl? Remember when Kevin Green went up to Clay Matthews and he was like, it is time. And then they forced the fumble on Richard Mendenhall. Yep. If you don't remember, let's take you back. And off to Mendenhall. All right, so that was the play, Packers Radio Network. Uh, Rashad Mendenhall was the running back. Remember, that happened in January of 2011. It was the 2010 season, so it happened January 2011. Sunday was June 19th, 2022. So 11 years have passed since that Super Bowl. 11 years have yeah, passed. Yeah, yep. On Sunday, Richard Mendenhall tweeted the following. I never fumbled that ball. Hashtag SBXLV. My coaches would feel like a-holes to say that I did. I never did. I was caps locks separated from the ball. Four yards into the backfield. That's the RB equivalent of a strip sack. There's nothing I could have done about it. Respect my career. Hashtag free 34. So, Richard Mendenhall, 11 years and six months after he fumbled in Super Bowl 45, decided to take to Twitter and proclaim he did not fumble because there was nothing he could have done about it. So when he got the ball, the defense was in so fast that it was physically unable for him to fumble. It was a strip sack equivalent. There was nothing that could have been done. The blame does not fall on him. Now he must be blaming Ben or the offensive line, but whoever is to blame, it is not him. Plot twist, Sunday was his birthday. June 19th was his birthday, so maybe he was, I don't know. I mean, if you're on, if I'm on my birthday tweeting about things that happened 11 years ago, I'm probably sauced, right? Yeah. Or taking it, stock of my think. life, or I don't just, know. Did he go back and watch the play? I don't know. Maybe he was just taking stock of his life. Because <laughs> he turned 35. Maybe someone's like, hey, Rashad, happy birthday. Remember when you fumbled? I, I don't know. 
How does that come up? It's very weird. So Richard Mendenhall, <laughs> this week, 11 and a half years after the fact. That'd be like if in the year 2026, Bostic, out of nowhere. I didn't fumble that. Tweets, I never fumbled the ball. <laughs> it went through my hands. But coaches will tell you that was the equivalent of a strip sack. I mean, you'd be like, first of all, let it go. Second of all, even though we haven't, you you should. Is is Rashard Mendenhall like the Pittsburgh version of of Bostic? Do, do Pittsburgh fans get all crazy about Rashard Mendenhall because he fumbled? I don't I don't know. I, I guess maybe I, maybe I. You know what. I I have a friend I have a buddy who's a big Steelers fan. I'll ask him. Just say Richard Mendenhall thoughts, or send him the send him a picture of the tweet, and then see what uh, he responds with, like LOL or that crazy guy or I don't know. So I just thought that was interesting. Richard Mendenhall Richard Mendenhall tweeting, eleven years after the fact about the uh, about the Super Bowl. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. Here's something that we like to talk about. This is always something that everybody chimes in on. TV, watching, and sports. Because there's a bit of news for those of you that do not have access to Brewers games or to Bucks games. So Fox Sports Wisconsin was the rights holder. They eventually sold that off. Bally Sports comes in. It's the same great faces on the same great channel but it's just a completely different layout and ownership. And they sold some of the rights to a casino. And so it's Bally sports, Wisconsin. There's of course, Bally sports, uh, Midwest. There's Bally sports, North there's Bally sports, Florida. There's Bally sports all over the place. What they are looking into doing is having the service over the top. Over the top means getting something that's not via a cable provider. Disney plus, is over the top. Uh, Netflix is over the top. Amazon Prime. For Amazon Prime. NFL oh, yeah, you know, Thursday nights. Yeah, yep. NFL Thursday night. You know what streaming services are. They call that over the top. So what they're trying, and this is something that, hey, this is something when I worked in the cable industry 10 years ago, and I'll, I'll tweet out some mistakes I made, Richard Mendenhall style, about how they were not my mistakes. One of the, 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 the thing I think I heard the most from people is, why do I have to get all these channels just when I only watch seven of them? All the time. God. Can you just give me the Nickelodeons and TNT? Well, I can't do that, but what I can interest you is in a great family-friendly package that has 100-plus channels with everything you want from movies to news to... I only want the seven channels I watch. You're charging me too much money for all these channels. I say, okay. I say, they're, and I, I, they ask me, go a la carte. I say, it will never be a la carte. Never! I tell them, there will always be cable. You will take it and you will like it. Well, now things are shifting a little bit the other way. So Bally Sports says, hey, if you don't have us on your cable package or on however you're getting the service, I believe Bally is on, is it on Dish? I don't think it's on Dish. Yeah, it is. So it's on Dish? I think so. Sparky has the Dish, I believe. Well, I have DirecTV. I think he's got DirecTV. Oh, and then okay. there's Dish Network. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on Dish. I think Dish got out up. of the sports game. I'm not even sure Dish. Uh, they got it at ESPN. All right, so Bally Sports is for sure on DirecTV. That's what I have. 
They're on Spectrum. And then they used to be on what? Sling and YouTube TV. And then they got there out. So there's carriage agreements, which did not ever get settled. With Dish Anywhere, you can watch the Brewers. Okay. Valley Sports. Yeah. They have, yeah. Okay. All right. So there's there's certain way. But if you don't want to pay, because a lot of like a lot of people have cut the cord. And then what I always knew was going to happen, and it did happen, is you end up paying just as much for TV as you did without cable. Or you could be an idiot like me and have cable and then have all the other things. So, yeah, you pay a lot for cable, and then you have Disney and Amazon, and uh, we have Discovery Plus in our house. Okay? For a while, my wife had Acorn TV, which was like British... HGTV or something. It was weird. Or British Hallmark or something. We don't have that anymore. Okay. We 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 redid the budget. But Bally Sports is going to offer you, if you don't have access to the Brewers or Bucks, they're going to offer you for $19.99 a month the ability to get Bally Sports Plus. So now they have a plus. You know, everything's got a plus. We we're, we're going to soft loss, uh, launch Bart Winkler Plus at some point. We talked about that at the beginning of the year. Uh, we did actually last longer than CNN Plus, which is dead already. But Bally Sports Plus is going to soft launch in five markets in the markets where they have the over-the-top MLB rights. So they have the rights to do this in Tampa, Detroit, Miami, Kansas City, and then Milwaukee. So starting on Thursday, you are going to be able to buy Bally Sports separate from your cable package. So if you have cable and you want Bally Sports Plus, I mean, don't do it. I hope it works better than their stream does. My God, that thing sucks. Maybe it sucks because they're working so hard on this. But if you have Sling or you have YouTube or you have some sort of ability to get channels and you don't have the Brewers or the Bucks, you can get that starting Thursday. Now, the cost is $19.99 a month. And I don't know if that's a good price point or not. I think people think 20 bucks right away, and, and they think that that's too much. Okay, so let me ask you. I'm one with cable, so I don't have all these over the top. I have Amazon Prime. How like Is, is the average price $20 for these? Because those add up in the end. Or no, Disney. Tw- well, Disney, Hulu, and ESPN do a bundle. It's like $13. Okay. But no, these these they. I mean, Netflix is like thirty bucks now. No, it's like what is it, fifteen? I I Netflix keeps going yeah, up. Yeah, I got rid of my Netflix, believe it or not. Uh, but I like Hulu's like six, and okay. Disney's so like twenty bucks is a little pricey then. Well, yeah, it's definitely more than the others. It's definitely more. So what you're essentially doing is paying. I mean, twenty five games a month. You're paying a dollar twenty five to watch a game each night. Would you do that? If you didn't have a Brewer game and you were at home and you're like, man, I wish the Brewers were on, would you pay $1.25 to watch it? I think you would. I might. But then now you're paying you know, $19.99 a month. If you do that for 12 months, it's $240. So they are offering you could buy it for the year, get the Brewers and the Bucks for $189 a, month, a year. Divide by 12, you're still looking at $16 a month if you do the full year option right away. I wonder uh, how many people get into this. Because I think by now, Bally Sports has been off YouTube and Sling and and these other ones for so long 
that if you're somebody that needs to have the Brewers, you've probably gone back to cable. So it's still a great option if you're somebody that are listening or are wanting these games. But then I, I have a buddy who is a big Brewers fan, man, huge Brewers fan, and he's got, I think, YouTube TV. And he was uh, over a couple weeks ago. And we had a Brewer game on. He's like, man, I honestly, this is like the first Brewer game I watched. So because they got off TV, he just stopped watching all altogether. He wasn't like more motivated to try to go find it. I said, dude, I've got my, like, I'll give you my direct TV password and you can watch the games. And he just didn't want any part of it. He's just like, no, if, if they're going to make it hard for me to watch, then I'm not going to watch. So with Bally Sports making it harder for people to watch the Brewers, He's saying, I've heard what you're saying, and I'm not going to do it. You don't want me to watch the Brewers. I'm not going to seek you out on purpose. And now Bally's got no incentive to ever go back to those because they can just charge you 20 bucks a month to have it. I wonder how this goes. I, I think that if you're a diehard Brewer fan and you don't have the Brewers, I, like you got to find the perfect recipe of what, what works for you. Do you want all those channels? Are you somebody that just wants an antenna and Bally Sports? Because if that's the case, you're paying 20 bucks a month to get the local channels and then uh, your your sports. I mean, that, that works out. Just, I've thought about cutting the cord. I never will. I have two. I just, I can't. There's too many things that I like to watch. And well, like, I just, I, ne- my... I, I like the guide. I like, I like yeah. the, the DVR <laughs> or something. I, I just, I wish, I wish I... I wish I could like DVR Stranger Things and have it on my DVR rather than load up Netflix and go to Stranger Things. I mean, it's like one more tiny, tiny step. I just wish cable was cheaper. Is that a good way to put it? So I got to make a call here pretty soon because my bill, the promotion went off. A, yeah. So I got to call again. And Will you switch or do you just call and say? No, but I've done this now so many times that, you know, they take notes about what I talk about. They're onto all my tricks. Yeah. It's that bark guy. Yeah. I always do like, I've done, what have I done with them? I've done, uh, look, man, you got to help me out. My wife just does not want the service anymore. Like I throw her under the bus. She has no idea I even do this. AT&T's in our driveway, please. If I can go to her right now and say that I got a discount, I'll be able to keep your service. Uh, we can uh, give you five bucks off showtime. Like I always call to lower the bill, and so I I only ever get things for like Showtime. It's like, no, dude, that's cool. I kind of just want a cheaper bill. But with all these other options, you know, cable subscribers are going down. So I just wonder how many people like sign up for this right away. It's an option that's there, so it's better than not being there. It's an option that's there, but is nineteen ninety nine the right the right price point? What could happen is they offered at nine ninety nine, and then they stick you to 1999 and then you're like screw this. So they're just going into it right away. They're going into 1999. Lindsay says I'm actually excited for this. Up until a few weeks ago, a Spectrum internet only no cable package login worked to get access. I think they figured out while prepping for this launch, now I'll have to pay but at least I can see the brewers. Yeah, just a, it's just a matter of what you want and how much you're willing to pay. That's basically how the world works. And now Bally Sports is at least going to offer that to you. Speaking of Bally Sports, we're going to talk to Craig Kashan. That'll be coming up around uh, 930. I'm excited to talk to uh, Craig Kashan 
in a little bit. We talked to Tim Allen earlier. If you want to catch any of that, I had a joke for Tim. I forgot to do it. You know how he wants to retire number 10 for the fans? Yes. This is Tim's worst take. <laughs> I mean, I respect Tim a lot. He's a smart guy. He's... You don't like it? No. I don't like anyone that retires the number for the fans. I got a uh, Richard Mendenhall update. Yeah. He responded with, uh, I just said Rashad Mendenhall thoughts. Mm. He responds with, I loved Rashad. Uh, was an absolute beast in the backfield. I actually have his jersey. Oh, wow. Then he goes, well, I said, he goes, why are you guys talking about it? And then I explained, showed him the tweet. He goes, well, he did technically fumble. Yeah, he fumbled. Clay Matthews just put the helmet right in the right spot. Yeah, fumbled. So I, 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 I don't think it's a... Not a Brandon Bostic Bostic situation. situation there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my joke with Tim is I want it, I want the Brewers to retire the number 85. 85. Yeah. The number 85. May I ask why? For the T85 calculator to use to make all their decisions. I said for the T85 calculator. Sorry. Yes. They <laughs> use... To make all their I, decisions. See, the whole it, people would just be like, oh, there's the Seattle Seahawks. Because weren't they the first ones to retire 12? Well, they fought with Texas A&M. They still have from Texas oh, the A&M. the man. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it would be kind of a gimmick of what they do. Yeah. Your chance to win Summerfest tickets coming up. Uh, we are asking you how you think this Brewers season ends. So it's just another way to measure your optimism. Do you think they're hoisting that Stanley Cup at the end of the season? I'm sorry, World Series trophy? Or is this a situation where they're going to go just a little bit too far? I think, or too, too, uh, you know, bow out early. Because I think we're, we're watching this series. It's like Brewers, Cardinals, we're fighting for supremacy of the NL Central right now. But is that, like, is that it? Is that what we're going to get? And then... And then we're just going to lose to the Dodgers or Mets or, or Braves or whatever. So I just want to take a gauge on where people are thinking. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, The Fan. Craig Kishan in a half hour. More next.